Hey, this is Sharon Trivata. Welcome back to the Business School Podcast. And in this episode, I'm doing something personal. I'm taking you behind the scenes uh, and giving you a personal look at three of my billionaire mentors, not just the three of them and how they work, but what actually is common among them. And I found that their ability to decide, their ability to make decisions, their ability to make choices, their ability to move the ball forward is truly amazing. And that is one common thing between all of them. I've been studying and examining what it is that you and I can take away from what they do and implement it into our lives and into our business. I call this episode, How Billionaires Decide, and I break it down step-by-step for you, starting right now. One thing is for certain, just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this, where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to how to grow your business, how to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Trivata, and welcome to Business School. In this episode, I'm going to speak from deep personal experience on how billionaires decide. Now, just for full disclosure, I'm not a billionaire yet, and while that's in the goal or not, in the cards or not, is not the point. The point is this. I have three mentors who are billionaires, who I have spent kind of the last five, 10 years with, and they've taken me out of their wing, supported me, helped me, guided me, advised me in a lot of ways. And what I want to talk to you about in this episode is the mind of how billionaires decide. And I'm going to break down for you the entire thought process that I see, the commonalities between them that you can utilize in your life right now. And I think that now more than any other time, this is extremely important because the speed, the quality, the accuracy, and the warmth in which we make these decisions is where the rubber meets the road. Uh, in times like this of turbulent markets and changing environments is where not only fortunes are made, but empires are created and happiness is really manufactured. So. Um, I really want to tell you about the learning that I have spending time with my three billionaire mentors. And while being a billionaire is not everything, there's definitely something to it because they've achieved something that most people in the world haven't. And in my case, my three mentors are not only billionaires, but they're amazing humans. And that goes to the heart of this episode because I have been in their living rooms, in their boardrooms, in their homes, at their dinner tables, showing them my financial statements, watching theirs, and I can give you some perspective that you will never get anywhere else. So I spent the last couple of years thinking about this one thing. I always think about this one thing, and which is, what is common between these three people? What is common? And I've written down several things, and I've battle-tested them, I've examined them, but I've found, and that's why I'm recording this episode for you, is I've found that only one thing that all three of them have in common. And let me tell you what that is. It's the philosophy around decisions, which is why I call this episode, How Billionaires Decide. I found there are three things that are very common to these three people. And I'm actually seeing this happen across the board in the most successful people that I know. I'm going to tell you what the three things are, break them down for you exactly, and show you step-by-step how you can incorporate parts of that in your life and in your business right now to completely change the landscape of your life. The first one is they're not afraid to make decisions. Number two, they make decisions 
quickly. And number three, they have moral compass mentors. Those three things are extremely important. I'm going to break those down for you right now. Number one, they're not afraid to make decisions. Number two, they make decisions quickly. And number three, they have moral compass mentors. And let me tell you what I mean. Let's jump into number one. They're not afraid to make decisions. Here's the important part. In all my conversations with these three, I've learned that life is just a series of choices. And all the choices that you make have trade-offs. Some are hassles, some are not hassles. Some are joyful, some are not joyful. You pick one, you lose something. You pick one, you gain something else. It's not that it's a zero-sum game, but there are trade-offs in all choices that we make. Rarely is a time where you have to make a choice that is hard for you to make that does not have a trade-off. And interesting part is this, not making a decision is also a decision, right? You and I both know that. And it's a cool thing to say, but here's where the rubber meets the road. Not making a decision is also a decision, but that is the only decision that you did not choose. I'll say it again. Not making a decision is also a decision, but that is the only decision you did not choose. Because if I wanted to choose to make a decision, I would choose A or B, but there's always the third option, which is neither. I want to be the one to make that decision. I want the neither to be my choice. Not making a decision is also a decision, but it's the only decision that you did not choose. And I think about this a lot. My decision in a lot of ways is me giving up my own free will. And it's me understanding that greatness is a choice. So why is this important? It's important because however you look in your life, all of us have stress, concerns, and anxiety. Stress, concerns, and anxiety are literally a byproduct of not making decisions. That's all it is. The more decisions you make, the less stress, concerns, and anxiety you have. And you may think that's crazy, Sean, that's absolutely not true. And if you were not paying attention, please pay attention to this. Decisions are not just about choosing what to do. You can also choose how you feel. I'll say it again. Decisions are not just choosing what you should do. It's like, hey, should I buy that piece of land or should I not? Should I invest in that company? Should I not? Should I hire that person? Should I not? Should I see that doctor? Should I not? Should I get a massage today? Should I not? Should I buy my wife a present? Should I not? Always buy your wife a present. Should I not? Right? It's not a decision. We think a decision is choosing what to do. No, a decision is not just choosing what to do. A decision can also be choosing how you feel. A decision is a choice, right? It doesn't have to be just what you do. It can also be how you feel. So for example, let's say you have a friend, uh, a very good friend, and the friend has fallen on hard times. Happened to me, right? And he's to the point where I saw him and he was struggling and he wanted some money. I was hoping from our relationship that we would pay me back. And this was many years ago and I wrote him a check and he never paid me back. Now I have a choice. My choice is I could choose what to do or I can choose how I feel. I can choose to feel in forgiveness and just move on because that is the part of the relationship. I can choose to feel angry. I can choose to feel resentful. I can choose to let it go. I can choose to pursue it in court. I can choose to feel anxious. I can choose to feel unsympathetic. I can also just choose forgiveness. I can choose freedom. I can choose release. The interesting part is we always think decisions about making a choice on the things to do, we don't realize that they're making a choice on how we feel. The better you are in a state of equanimity and a state of uh, blissfulness and a state of calm and a state of neutrality, the better decisions you will make. It is our job to choose more things, to choose more times, to choose more opportunities on how we feel. 
how we feel is fundamental to the decisions that we make. And this is a big, big thing where I found my three billionaire mentors have this ability to choose how they feel. Now, the funny part is I say it like it's a skill, but it is. They have found the way, the, the capability, the skill to choose how they feel. They make a choice on feeling happy. They make a choice on feeling helpful. They make a choice on feeling elated. They make a choice of feeling joyful, right? So my son recently went through an emergency kind of medical procedure, right? In just a couple of days, he was not feeling good. In under 24 hours, he was in tests. And the next 24 hours, he was in surgery. And he was home in 48 hours. And we were all pretty distraught, but he handled it really well. And I called one of my mentors to kind of explain the situation. And he asked me the question, he's like, Sean, how are you going to choose to feel about the situation? And I said, well, I'm glad that Neil's strong. I'm glad that Neil's better. I'm glad... He's like, well, how are you going to choose to feel about it? And I said, I'm, I'm feeling, I choose to feel an immense sense of gratitude that we are so fortunate to have access to, you know, first world healthcare. He says, that is a good choice that you're choosing to feel some way now, instantly from the story of me trying to tell people how my son, you know, had this emergency uh, health procedure. I turned it around and I, now I choose to feel grateful for access to healthcare. We can choose how we feel. And the more you choose how you feel, the better you will feel and the better decisions you will make. If a billionaire is thinking about how they feel, if a billionaire is reducing anxiety and stress, if a billionaire realizes their ability to manage their capacity and their creativity and their intuitiveness and their ingenuity comes from making the choice on how they feel, you and I should learn from that too. So remember this, don't just choose what to do you can also choose how you feel because greatness is a choice, right? That's number one. Here's number two. Success loves speed. And all my three billionaire mentors make decisions quickly. Like whenever I ask them something, they're so fast at making decisions. Now, whether it's complex or not, whether they have all the data or not, they, I'm amazed at the speed in which they can make decisions. I can make decisions pretty fast. I can talk pretty fast. I can think pretty fast. I can work pretty fast. But their ability to make fast decisions always impresses me. And I'm always trying to figure out how, how can I get there so much faster, right? And here's what it is. You probably have heard this before. If it's a reversible decision, make it fast because you will learn a lot more from a made decision because once you make a decision, you'll figure out how you feel. Once you make a decision, you'll see what happens. Once you make a decision, you'll see the world in a new way, right? If it's reversible, make the decision fast. If it's not reversible, Think about it and still make the decision fast. You're making the decision to make the decision. You can say, hey, I'm going to make the decision in three days, right? Making a choice on when to make the choice is also a really good decision. All of this is managing the psychology on making decision. Making a choice to make a decision is also a decision. Again, making a choice on when to make a decision is also a great decision. I will make this decision by Friday at 3 p.m. Making a choice on when to make a decision is also a decision. And the more you do that, the less you reduce all anxiety, all concern, and all stress in your life because you've made a choice on when to make that decision. When something is not easily reversible, think and then make a choice on when you want to make a decision. So here's something really interesting that I think a lot about. I asked myself this question. If I had no more information and I must decide on what to do, what do I do? Think about this. If I had no more information to make a decision and I must decide on what to do, what do I do? If I had no more information and had to and must decide, 
on what to do, what do I do? The more you can do that, right? Like sometimes you and I are only provided 10, 20, 30% of information, and we think we need 110% of information to make decisions. Now, yes, that may be true, and I think that's very valuable, but the way you build your decision-making muscle, just like billionaires have, is the more decisions you make, the better you get about making those decisions, right? But you have to be intentional about it. It's not just haphazardly making decisions that you are that you make one, you make the other, you're trying to learn. You make one, you make the other, you're trying to learn. You make one, you make the other, you're trying to learn. That's not the answer. That is a really haphazard and an amateur way of looking at it. What you want is you want a filtering question. You want an intention. You want an intuition. You want something you can anchor on to actually help you make a decision. And that is, ask yourself this question. If I had no more information and must decide, what do I do? Think about that. If I had no more information and must decide on what to do, what do I do? Now, what it does is it, it you're recognizing and you're accepting that you don't have enough information to make a decision. And your body, your ecosystem, your psychology, your infrastructure, your nervous system becomes comfortable learning to think and play out scenarios from a game theory perspective, both logically, intuitively, and philosophically on what decisions you need to make without a lot of information. So ask yourself this question. If I had no more information and must decide, what do I do? Because now you start to work at the muscle. You start to gain the skill. You start to get the reps because you need a muscle and the muscle needs to be trained. There's no other way to learn this because you have to ask yourself this question. If I had no more information and must decide, what do I do? That's number two, which is when success loves speed, they make decisions more quickly. Here's number three. Call this moral compass mentors. I always ask my three billionaire mentors the same question and I've asked them, I said, hey, who do you go to for help? And I expected to hear something like an attorney or my accountant or my CFO or the CEO of my company or what have you, right? And if it's not that, I expected to hear my best friend or my dad or whatever, right? And I, I didn't get those answers. And instead, all three of them very similarly asked me, hey, Sharon, why do you come to me? And I said, what do you mean? It's like, why do you come to me? You have a question. You come to me. We talk about it. It's just, they're like, I don't know your business. I don't know your operations. I don't know your personal life. I know it. But for you to give me context, it would take so much time and so much effort. I answered in a very different philosophical way. And you take that and interpret it. I said, yeah. He goes, you are looking for a moral compass. And I said, I don't understand. What I've realized is the clearer you are on your moral compass, the easier it is to make decisions. Why is that when you and I, if we ever go to confessional, why is that Father Richard is able to give us good decisions without any context in our life? Why is that you can talk to the Pope, you do, and get a path that without any context on your life? Why is that if you had to have a conversation with Buddha or with a saint or with Mother Teresa, why do you feel like they can give you perspective? Because these are all moral compass decisions. We are in constant struggle with our morality. We try to use logic to make the tough decisions seem like they're okay because we are doing one trade-off with another. Sometimes a moral decision, once you have it, it's easier. It's easier for them to make these decisions because their moral compass is very clear, is very precise. And so when I'm talking to my billionaire mentors, I don't say, hey, how do I get more email subscribers? That's not what I'm asking. Right? I'm asking for a moral compass on like how to make big decisions because once I have the clarity, the moral crystal ball, if you will, 
it's very easy to make decisions, lots of decisions, make them fast and make them right. And so what I've noticed with all of them is that they don't talk to a lot of people when they make decisions because they don't have a lot of people in their lives. Not that they understand the situation, that can be a really good moral compass for them. And in a lot of ways, a lot of people lean on me for that, not because I have a better moral compass, it's only because they use my perspective, like all the, the 127 portfolio companies we have, they use my perspective, right? To say, hey, how do I actually make this decision? I don't know the ins and outs of whether they should hire a new HR person or not. I have no idea, but I can give a moral compass decision. The technical details are easily available to all of us. Should we buy more traffic? Should we scale a funnel? Should we get more leads? Should we hire an agency? Should we fire the person that is not performing? Should we hire this person? Should we get out of this partnership? Should we get in this partnership? The technical details are always there. We know the data is there. The technical details are there. It is the math box is not the problem, right? The math box is not the problem because we always have an attorney or an accountant or a CPA or a CFO or even our own research to get us particular details and all the technicalities. But why do we still struggle with making the decision? And it's because of our moral compasses, because of our clarity. It's not that your moral compass is awkward or, or broken. That's not what it is at all. It's just that it's not. It needs to be continuously calibrated. Why is it easy for me to answer something quickly for you, even though it's not a difficult decision for me? Because I probably, in one area of my life, I have a much tighter moral compass, possibly, than you. I don't know, right? And so what I realized, the fastest way to make a bad decision is to talk to a lot of people. I'll say it again. The fastest way to make a bad decision is to talk to a lot of people. Like more people, when you're coming up against like big decisions, talking to more people, I have noticed, is not the answer. Talking to the right people is the answer. And generally, it's not the technicality. Generally, it's the moral compass. That's why I call this the moral compass mentors. I have, whenever I see a potential moral compass mentor, I do whatever I can to put them in my corner. I will pay them. I will uh, send them clients. I will uh, promote them. I will support them. I want to do whatever I can to spend, have a relationship with my with people that I know can be great moral compass mentors. That way, when I lean on them, I'm not leaning on them for their technical expertise on marketing or their expertise on sales or to give me an idea on something. They're just getting me unstuck by giving me this moral compass idea. And the cool part about this is the moral compass is what needs calibration. And if you're not spending time in a mastermind group or with coaches and mentors or with advisors that you pay for, that you care about, if you don't have people in your life that you may potentially let down then you're not living a full life. Say it again. If you don't have people in your life that you're not potentially going to let down, then you are not living a full life because only those people are holding you to a higher standard. Only those people are believing in you more than you believe in yourself. I, my dad used to tell me this. He says, I have enough faith for the both of us. Those words will never leave me. He says, I have enough faith for the both of us. My dad believes in me just like you may believe in your child. My dad believes in me more than I believe in myself. And yes, that's the father's job because they see so much more potential in you than you see in yourself. But I believe so much more in my team members and the people that I work with day to day. I believe more in my partners than they believe in themselves. I see my partners can do so much more than they think that they can do, which is why in a lot of ways we have to continuously calibrate our moral compass not from the perspective of that we are off track, but from the perspective that we need to get sharper and sharper and sharper. Because when we have clarity around the decision, 
the mechanics of it, however implemented, is irrelevant because at least you know you made the right decision. So I really uh, learned a lot about this kind of moral compass mentors where if you want to talk to everybody, the more people you talk to when you're making a big decision, the, the worse of the answer you'll get. The fastest way to make a bad decision is to talk to more people. The best way is to talk to the right people. And the purest way is to talk to the moral compass mentors because they will give you perspective that you can never get otherwise and will calibrate your moral compass to help you make decisions faster because we all know that greatness is a choice. The more decisions we make, the better future we create for ourselves. So I want to just recap this for you in just a second. I never realized this, and, and the more time I've been spending with my three billionaire mentors, I realized that they're truly a gift to me. They've not given me anything tactical from a perspective basis, but they've given me the shift on how to think about something, how to implement something, how to work something, how to believe in something, how to create something, how to envision something, and how to say no and how to say yes quickly. And the thing that I see that is the common trait between all three billionaire mentors that I have, apart from them being ultra wealthy and amazing humans, is that their ability to decide because greatness is a choice. The more decisions we make, the more decisions we make, the more the happier of a life that we live, right? But the three ways in which I've learned that they do really, really well is they're not afraid to make decisions. And we know that it's not just about choosing what to do, but also choosing how you feel. And second, they make decisions quickly. And it's by asking the question, if I had no more info information and must decide, what do I do? And the third is, you don't need technical information gathering all the time. You need a moral compass calibration. You need more clarity, more purpose, more specificity, more perspective on what is truly our humanity. And when you have right moral compass mentors in your corner, the people that you never want to let down, you have a very, very rich life. I hope this was helpful to you. And so uh, normally I don't know if this stuff is interesting and helpful and worthwhile sharing. Uh, so if you could do me a favor, like and subscribe and all of that, I know you're not going to do, you have no time. But if you can just take a screenshot and say, hey, Sean, that was good, make more like this. It'll help me know that you like more like this or shoot me an email, send me a DM, uh, share this episode. I could do a green screen on it, whatever you like. The more you can tell me that this is the type of stuff you like, the easier it is for me to make more like this, to give you access, to give you perspective, to give you a download of knowledge and learnings that you may not get otherwise. So that is my gift to you. I'm spending all the time making this for you so that I would much rather spend time making things that you actually like. So please take a screenshot, take a picture, do a quick share. That way I know to make more like this for you. I hope you uh, enjoyed that. This is an episode on how billionaires decide. And if you not take anything away, take this away. However you slice it, greatness is a choice. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. Since you like this podcast, I actually have an ultra super secret private podcast that I make just for my partner companies and the CEOs and influencers that I advise. It's called 10K Wisdom because I try to wrap $10,000 worth of value in every single episode in just under 10 minutes. That's why it's called 10K Wisdom. It's raw, it's real, it's got no intro or outro or anything like that. It's just straight to the point and to the insights. Since you like this podcast, I think you will like that. So for the first time, I'm making it available to you. Just go to 10kwisdom.com, the number 10kwisdom.com, and my team will activate it for you as my gift. Go to 10kwisdom.com. I'll see you there.